there's a balance I feel in telling your story of all the successes you've done and, you know, look at what we've done here. Look what we did here and versus uh, providing value. So it needs to be able to translate into the hero of the story being the lesson that's learned. Not so much you as the person that was that was in the experience, but the lesson you learned along the way is the thing that's the real hero and the value of that lesson. If you want to stand out, tell your story. Welcome to Future Driven. I'm Adam Lejeunekopf, and on this podcast, we talk about challenges and wins in business. See the vision, drive the future. Uh, welcome to episode 48 of the Future Driven Podcast. I am excited to have Mark Carpenter from Master Tor Storytelling. Uh, Mark, thanks so much for uh, joining me today. Adam, it's great to be with you and your listeners. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, so I love your title. So I've got to start that out with the Chief Storyteller, uh, Mark Carpenter from Master Storytelling. And that title makes complete sense. And uh, so this one should be easy for you to dive in, tell us some stories. Uh, at the beginning, I always like to get a little bit of background, you know, so give us a little bit of your professional career. You don't go have to go all the way back, but uh, give us a, a rundown of, of your career to date. Uh, what, what brought you up to today? Excellent. And I, and I will put that into the perspective of what we're talking about rather than going into, into every single detail, because I know your listeners are not going to be very interested in that. But I started my career in marketing communications and public relations. Ten years I worked with a bank. Ten years I worked with some high tech companies, a variety of different software companies during that time. And yeah, I used story a lot during that, uh, telling the story of the company. I really felt like public relations was an opportunity for me to interpret my company to its various publics and interpret those various publics back to my company, back to my leaders too. So there's a lot of storytelling involved in that. Uh, at the same time, I got involved in doing some uh, teaching as an adjunct professor uh, and taught some communications courses and then transitioned into a, a different career in consulting and facilitation. About four years ago, ended up writing this book, Master Storytelling, How to Turn Your Experiences into Stories That Teach, Lead, and Inspire with a good friend of mine, Daryl Harmon. And we wanted to take our years of facilitation and really using stories as an intentional way to drive a point home and help people really understand something and take that and put it into a book and put it into a workshop where we could teach other people to do the same thing, to, to not just disseminate information or just throw facts and information out there, but to get the information across in a way that people will remember it and act on it in the ways that we want them to. Well, that's great. And, you know, storytelling is such a big part of our lives from, you know, from the very beginning with our kids all the way to, to business and, and, you know, capturing the, the consumer's attention. What, what is it that you think um, that happened in your career you know, what, what, I guess, lines of field or what, what did you see that made you kind of go down this path that, that storytelling is so important that you essentially built a, a company, a workshop, uh, a brand around it? What, 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 what kind of catered to that? Well, it, it, several things along the way, you, you know how that is. It's never just one thing. It's usually a combination of things. I do remember an experience and I put this in the book. Uh, we were leaving a, a group meeting in one of the technology companies that I was working with. And 
you know, those after meeting conversations where you're just chit chatting a little bit before you go back to your individual desks and something came up and I told some experience, some story about it and everybody was laughing. And our new intern, Josh looked at me and said, man, do you have a story for everything? I said, what, what do you mean? He says, it doesn't matter what topic comes up. You have some story that relates to that topic. And I thought about it. I was like, Ooh, I kind of do. And so that's kind of my background as a, as a person who knows how to tell stories and just uses stories very, very naturally. But about five years ago, uh, I had helped a friend write a book. I basically did some ghost writing for him on this book. And I was talking to my wife afterwards and I said, I feel like I need to write my book now, but I don't know what my book is. And as a good life partner will do, she looked at me and she says, oh, I know. I know what you need to write. And my response was, well, wait, how can you know if I don't know? I, <laughs> and she says, no, no, just, this is what you do. You need to write a book about what you do very naturally. You need to write a book about taking everyday experiences and turn them into stories that teach lessons and that teach important points. And my first reaction, because of who I was and the experience I just shared with you about, about Josh, I was like, no, that's just what people do. And she said, no, no, no. You do it more naturally, but you can help other people do that more intentionally. And that became the genesis of this book, Master Storytelling, and the workshop that, that goes along with it. And I found out in talking to people that, that my wife was right. No surprise there, right? That, that, my, that my wife was right. You really are, right? But, <laughs> that's the right answer all the time, isn't it? <laughs> my wife is right. But there were a lot of people who said, yeah, I would love that. I would love to get more direction on how to do that because I get it. I get that it's important. I'm not sure I'm always doing it right. And I don't have anything to guide me in that process. And so that's what we built in Master Storytelling was a guide for people to be intentional about the way that they take their everyday experiences and turn them into stories that teach, lead, and inspire. Okay, great. So um, so through your experiences, your natural experiences, obviously, and, and how that kind of folds into, give us a little breakdown of the the workshop a bit of an outline of the book how how do you, how, how does your process work so that people can get a taste of of um, master storytelling yeah well I, I won't go into a lot of detail on on this first part but we do talk about why storytelling is important and some of the brain science around it uh, I think we intuitively know because we as human beings we're we're story creatures we we love stories because we live stories. That's really what our what our lives are, these little slices of, of stories that, that we have. But there's some actual really good brain science around why that is and why that's important. So we talk some about that in the workshop and in the book as well. But when we get into the actual telling of, of the story, it's really structuring it in a fairly simple way. There are a lot of people who teach storytelling, but they teach it in some complicated eight or nine or 12 step process of, of how to, how to uh, create your story. And we really get it down into three major chunks about an introduction where you're setting the stage and creating who the relatable characters are and their, and their worthwhile goals. And then some kind of conflict that gets in the way of that goal that, that creates a problem, that creates a barrier. And then the resolution or the change that comes because of some action that was taken, either a change that was taken to overcome that goal or an action that was taken that didn't work and that we can learn from, that there's a lesson learned in that and how we can overcome that. And so we really focus on taking everyday experiences 
and putting them within that structure so that they're more intentional. Uh, a lot of times people will sit down and, you know, you, you, you go home from work and you sit down and they people say, how was your day? Or what was your day like at work? And you share the experience that you had at work, but it's not an intentionally crafted story because there's no intention behind it. And, and so what we're looking at is how do you take those little slices of life and make them more intentional so there really is a lesson learned that you can pass on with that story. That's great. So a lot of uh, the listeners are small to medium-sized businesses in various industries and and tech backgrounds. And so storytelling uh, is, you know, let's, in, in my world, you know, they, that gets lumped in with, with marketing, right? And and marketing is, uh, is a necessity slash it's usually one of the first things to get cut when things get tight. So how do you uh, help combat other uh, business owners and executives on the need for consistent storytelling and how that will consistently fill their the top end of their funnel and so they're less selling when they need to and more about storytelling constantly and then the right leads will kind of come at the right time. Yeah, if, if you, I, I love the connection that you made there, Adam, with, with storytelling and, and marketing. And it's really just storytelling and, and business a, a, as a whole. But in my mind, marketing is your whole business. It, 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 you, people who say, well, we're, we're short on funds, let's cut marketing. That, that's just cutting your business off because that's going to be the source of any, any leads that you get into to build your business in the first place. And I would, I would challenge people to look at the marketing within their specific industry and just read what other people are putting on their websites and their email copy and everywhere else. And if you can do it, have somebody else take the name of the company out and read it. And I'll bet you'll read those things and they will sound 95% exactly the same. If you want to stand out, tell your story because your story is going to give you a unique voice. It's going to give you a way to stand out above all that mushy marketing mumbo jumbo that you typically get when people are particularly starting a business and they say, well, okay, this is what a business sounds like. But if you're doing it as to what a business sounds like in your marketing, you're going to sound like everybody else. But instead, if you say, what's my unique story? What's my unique voice out there? What's the story that my customers need to hear that's going to lead them to say, yeah, they're talking to me. I need to work with this person. I can trust this person. They have what I need. That in your marketing is going to stand out above everybody else's because it's not going to be the same. It's going to be your unique voice. So one of the things you keep mentioning is, you know, tell your story, tell your story. So how important is it that, I mean, I think I know the answer to this question, but how important is it that you you show the human side of yourself like show the the quirks the unique things the the things that maybe um maybe are not exactly related to what you're doing but that's what makes you unique that's what makes you relatable um which is kind of what you're getting at would tell your story how do you how much do you lean into uh really being unique versus being what uh you know the market feels like you need to be yeah. And, and I always tell people, be yourself, but be your very best self. Now, that doesn't mean that you hide all the flaws, but 
but it means be authentic, be, be real and be who you are. Um, you used a great word within embedded within your question, which was relatability that when you can show people, yeah, I'm, I'm a human just like you, and we've had the same challenges and here's what I did to try to overcome them. And I failed. And then I did this and I succeeded that people are going to resonate with that because we've all been there. Nobody's had an experience where, or nobody's lived a life where they've never failed at something. We, we can all relate to that. And if you try to present yourself as somebody who's never failed at anything, that's not going to be relatable for people. It'll come across as a little bit phony. So I think show your warts every once in a while. Show where, where you've made the mistakes. But the more important thing than showing your mistakes is show the lessons you learned from those mistakes because that's what you want to convey to people. What did I learn from that? And how did I overcome that? And if you join me in this journey, I can help you overcome some of those things too. That's the message you might want to send with that story that you're telling. So one of the things that I personally struggle with, and I'm sure many others do as well, when we're storytelling, like let's say on LinkedIn, right? There's a lot of storytelling being done on LinkedIn and and there's a, there's a balance, I feel, in telling your story of all the successes you've done and you know look at what we've done here look what we did here and versus uh providing value hey here here's here's a trick that i learned or here's what we do to solve this problem um how do you what what's your kind of guidance on uh, a balance between the two uh and and where do they come into play yeah. And I think a lot of people feel like, oh, I'm going to tell my story and I need to be the hero of every story I tell. And, and that's a mistake, I think. It's not so much that you're the hero of the story, even if you did have success, but it's the lesson that you learned along the way that's the hero of the story. Because that's what's going to be relatable to your, to your people that you're talking to. How can they succeed from this? Not just, oh, look what I did and I'm going to pat myself on the back here and show you how wonderful I've been. But Here's where I succeeded, which is why I can help you succeed. And here's how you can be successful. So it needs to be able to translate into the hero of the story being the lesson that's learned. Not so much you as the person that was that was in the experience, but the lesson you learned along the way is the thing that's the real hero and the value of that lesson. And again, that's that's where you'll stand out because that's, to your point, is where you're going to make value. Uh, you, your your question came down to how do we, how do we add value with that story, and that's it. It's in the lessons that we learn from those experiences, con conveyed in, in a good story, that are going to help people with their struggles, with their challenges. And to me, that's how you create value for people. That's great. So a lot of what you're talking about is lessons, right? So we're we're learning a lot of lessons daily in our personal lives and our business life, and 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 so. It sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the a foundational part of your storytelling is to identify the lessons, articulate the lessons, and then how does that, how do you leverage that moving forward? Because this is an endless infinity jersey, or I'm sorry, jersey. This is an endless in uh, you know, journey um towards, you know, 
building a business, um, whatever it is, right, for comfort for your life, financially, time, there's all these different motivating factors of why people do what they do. And, and so we learn lessons and we apply them. So the next time it's easier, it's faster and whatever. And it feels like that's a big part of your uh, storytelling. Yeah. And, and not only do we, do we learn, but we get reminded of lessons sometimes in, in our lives that we, you know how it is. We, we learn something and sometimes we have to relearn it or just get reminded of it over and over and over again as to, as to, how, to how to get things done or how, how, to, how to make sure we're, we're being successful and how we're helping other people success, succeed as well. Because it's not just about me on my journey. It's about me taking other people along their journey and being the guide for them along that process. Uh, it goes back to a word I keep saying, and that's intentional. It's it's leading into your story with what is my intent here at the end? What am I trying to convey? And I think that's a mistake that sometimes people make in storytelling in business is they say, well, here's this great story. I'm just going to tell you the story and just let it sit out there. But if you don't have an intent at the end, your story may not lead people in the direction that's going to be helpful for them. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a quick example. Uh, over... Over the, the holiday season, uh, the, the end of, of 2022, I was visiting my son and he had gotten a, a basketball standard for his family, one of those portable ones that has the plastic base that you fill with water. Well, yeah. I was helping him put it together. Okay, now, have you ever followed those instruction manuals on those some assembly required things? Like sometimes I think those are the three most frightening world, words in the world, some assembly required. Yeah. And we're... We're following through this instruction manual, and a lot of it was just pictures of where to put things. And we found some hardware in one package and some hardware in a different package, and we're struggling to get it together. And <laughs> picture my son and I with our heads huddled over the instruction manual, trying to figure out what that picture means. And he says to me, I just want to get inside the brains of the engineers that put this together just to see how they think, because they do not think the same way that I think. And it was such a great point and a great reminder to me that when I talk to people, I need to consider what's their background, what's their knowledge base, what's their understanding. I am sure the engineers that put that manual together look at it and go, this is so obvious. This is so simple because they had such deep background in it. And especially when you work in technology, that's something to keep in mind. What do the people I'm talking to actually know versus what I know. And my story can help convey those things in a way that's helpful for them, better than me just giving them technical data, uh, spe specifications, features, benefits, and all those kinds of things. The story can help guide them along that path, as long as you're thinking of it in terms of what do they also know. And so this is a good reminder lesson of Keep focused on who your audience is and what they need to know. And if I'm intentional about that story, I'm going to help them get to where I need them to be. So again, you're constantly providing value to others uh, first for it to then, you know, at the right time to, to circle back and, and then, then your, your position as a subject matter expert, your, your position as someone that can help, you know, all of the things that we as business uh, owners and, and drivers are looking to connect with the right people at the right time. Yeah. And so, for example, that that story that I just told about my son and I putting together the basketball standard. 
Well, I, I sent that out to my email list. And at the end, I said, and so if you need help being more intentional about how you connect with your audiences and your story, contact me. I can help you to do that. I can give you some strategies to think through what does my audience know so that you're more intentional and more specific about how you convey that information to them. So you can circle back with your stories to here's how I can help you in overcoming that challenge that I just reminded you that we all have. That's great. So uh, switching a little bit towards the future, uh, Mark, where where do you, you wrote the book, you said four years ago? Does that sound about right? Correct. And, and so uh, where do you uh, uh, move forward from here? What you Tell me a little bit about the workshops, uh, what you're doing there, and kind of what the future holds. Yeah, it, it was an interesting time because we, we put the book out and then we created the workshop and we launched the workshop in uh, late uh, 2019 or, tw- or uh, 2020. Yeah. 2019, yeah. late 2019. See, I've been lo- losing track of my time. This is what the yeah. pandemic has done for me. Right. And so th- that's, th- th- you get the point that I'm making. We started launching this right as we went into the pandemic. Right. And then of course everything shifted because we were looking at as doing uh, in-person workshops and then we converted it over to virtual really fast. And now we've started to build some community around the virtual. So I'm just looking at building it more and building it more into some specific um, areas, particularly into sales and in, in business leadership. Those are two specific areas that I think we can have a great impact on. And just getting more specific to those audiences, seeing it grow and also seeing more in-person events with master storytelling where we can get back to that, because I think that's a a really valuable format for something like storytelling to have some really hands-on practice with it where you're getting in the, in the moment coaching and, and feedback. But we're looking at, at just growing that a lot over the next five years and creating a world of intentional storytellers that help other people and that teach, lead, and inspire with their own stories. Oh, that's great. Um, well, that sounds really exciting, and I think the and are the virtual uh, workshops are are those working and going? What is what does the format look like for that? Yeah, and so when we do the virtual workshops, we do it in three ninety minute sessions over three days, okay. which actually works really well. It works better than I thought it was going to when we first uh, shifted over to it, because it gives people a chance to take a few principles on one day, start applying them, come back and build on those the next day. And then the third day, the third session of that on that third day, they come back and they actually have a story that they're going to tell. And they get feedback in small groups about uh, how they use the principles of storytelling and they walk away with with a story that's all ready to, to, to go. And so when, when, when you have this story ready to go and how, how do you navigate and help people determine how quick or how often you revisit it, how often you tweak it versus, you know, kind of letting it ride and, and, and rolling with it. You know, and, and storytelling, like any other skill is something that you continue to refine, you continue to hone, and you can continue to develop. Um, I'm, I'm a tennis fan. I used to be a tennis player. And so I watched the, the professional tennis players play in the big tournaments. And I know that they're still working on those very basic shots. They're working on the forehands. They're working on this and they're refining them just point by point by point. Storytelling is the same way. And the best way to refine is to practice it. Tell your story, look at your audience, see how they're reacting to it. Listen to the things that resonate with them. Uh, Particularly if you can do it in person, you'll see on their faces 
the points that are really striking home to them and the points that confuse them. And use that as good data to refine your stories going forward. That's the best way to get better at it is just to keep doing it. Yeah, that's great. Well, it sounds like that's that's way uh, good advice for a lot of things in life, Mark. So absolutely. Again, it's 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 a skill, like many other skills. It's just keep working on it, keep refining it. That's how you get better. Oh, that's great. Well, Mark, I really appreciate you coming on. And uh, one final question I'd like to ask my guest is: uh, In the future, what will you be driving? Yeah, in the future, I think I will be driving a team. <laughs> right now, I'm doing a lot of this on my own, but uh, I'd like to expand in the next five, 10 years to where I'm driving a team of people who are helping others to intentionally tell their stories. And uh, that's, that's so I, I, I don't know if that's exactly what you mean by driving, but that's what I think of in terms of driving is I'm driving my results in that direction. I, I intentionally have left it a little bit open. Some, some obviously are a little bit more literal. I liked your answers. So that's great. Uh, Mark, thanks so much for coming on and sharing your story and uh, look forward to uh, seeing your uh, company and you grow in the future. Thanks so much, Adam. Appreciate that. And, and best wishes for you. Keep up the good work with this podcast. Thanks so much. Thanks, Mark.